you kick down walls and anyone who tells you you can't you take your fears your insecurities your worries you roll them all up into a ball you turn those son bitches sideways and stick them straight up that candy pick your goal and stick fucking to it you wishy-washy motherfuckers i can't fucking stand you I wanted to make sure that out of the 24 hours of the day, that I don't waste one single hour. Those hours were too precious. And so there I just want to tell people, don't give me this thing, I have a difficult time, maybe the time, and I don't have time for this, and I don't have that. You have time. You make the time. And now, welcome to the Be Informed Live Fit Podcast, sponsored by fitnessinformant.com. And he kill it while you sitting down, bitch, about how I triple my fan base network, bitch. Can't say there's worse, bitch. Do something, fuck it, I prove What's something. Going, Welcome inside the Be Informed Live Fit Podcast. I am your host, Fitness Informant founder and CEO, Ryan Buckeye. I want to thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode. It's the Olympia Week, 2019, Mr. Olympia Week. I'm excited. I'm going back to the Olympia. It's been a hot minute since I've been there. Last year, I did not make it. Because we had the birth of my daughter, uh, which obviously for those listening, if you've ever had a child before or those even watching via YouTube, that takes precedent over uh, the Mr. Olympia. But stoked this year for, for the Olympia, not for the competition per se, but just to go to Vegas, be back in Vegas, be embedded in that environment with people that I love in this space and respect. So a really exciting week for us here at Fitness Informant, but I also want to take this time and, and this podcast this week to do a sort of like a reanalysis of, of, a, of a major topic that I discussed right around a year ago from this. And for those of you who've been following the podcast for a while, you may remember a podcast entitled Steroids Saved My Life. Now, I did a podcast a year ago about me being on TRT or testosterone replacement therapy. So today's episode, it's going to be me deep diving into my TRT protocol for the better part of the last year of my life and how it's changed my life and whether or not I still believe uh, today, as I did when I recorded that podcast, that TRT changed my life. So I've had a lot of people reach out to me and ask me about testosterone replacement therapy. I get asked about it quite a bit. So I figured there's no better time like the present to discuss TRT, and that will be today's episode. I wanted to tell you guys something too, that there will not be a new episode next week uh, with the Olympia uh, going on. And then uh, obviously I'll tell you why here after this week's pumped up segment of the week. This week's pumped up segment of the week is being brought to you by Build Fast Formula's award-winning Vasal Blitz Pumping Nether. Not only is Vasal Blitz the winner of our 2000 2018 Shield of Excellence Supplement Award for the best pump product. It is also the first nitrate formula fully disclosed with 30 servings, not scoops. When Vasal Blitz is consumed daily, even on your off days, it will last you a full month. All this for only $34.99. And as a special offer to this listening audience here, use coupon code INFORMANT and save 15%. I am pumped up about a huge moment in my life. We are, uh, my wife and I had purchased our first home back in 2015, the year we got married. We purchased the home in March. Um, We knew it was a starter home for us. We thought about a five-year plan in this place. And uh, the sale of that home will actually take place the Monday after the Olympia. We will be selling to the new owners as we built our brand new, essentially dream home, beautiful home, 20 minutes north of where we're at. 
that we move in and close on that on Tuesday, uh, which is the day that this podcast will drop. Think about this. I travel to the Olympia on Thursday. I'm in Vegas. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Get back at midnight on Sunday. Monday morning, I wake up. I close on my current house. I put all my shit in boxes, even though most of it already is. And on Tuesday, I toss those boxes in the back of a U-Haul, drive it up north, and take it into my new uh, my new forever home. So I have a lot going on in my personal life. I have a lot going on in my professional life with the Olympia, and I just don't believe there's going to be time to get a new podcast episode up in the following week. So I apologize. But here's the good thing. We do have a bunch of podcast episodes of the Iron Jungle podcast with Drew Peters and a bunch of episodes of the Two Guys, One Shaker Cup with Josh Shaw. So I'm pumped up that I'm not leaving you all hanging. I'm pumped up that uh, you guys can still get content and hear my beautiful, amazing voice, voice for radio. But I'm pumped up that I'm moving out of my life. And I had said this via a social media post, and this is not to get you know, not to get cheesy or to get emotional, but, you know, back when I was 14, 15 years old, I slept on a couch in a living room in a low-income housing project with my mother and my brother. It was a two-bedroom place. My mom got one room, my brother got the other room, and then I got the couch. That was my bedroom. Didn't even have a room in my teenage years, of all things. And here I am at 32, built a house from the bottom up, brand new, never been lived in before, designed my own master bedroom, designed my own kitchen, designed my living room, designed everything. Every element of the home has my fingerprints on it. And when I was 15 and I was in that situation, I saw my mom work three jobs. I thought to myself, well, here is an opportunity of a lifetime because if I want to be more, if I want to strive to be more and strive to be better than the situation that I'm currently embedded in, I need to go above and beyond. So I became the first person of my family to go to college. Nobody has gone to college in my family prior to that. I went to a four-year university in Wisconsin, graduated top of my class in 2009. I was valedictorian of my class. Could you believe that? Yeah, me, in business. Um, But I even knew then that I still had to keep going. And I didn't have any money. I mean, think about where I grew up. And I grew up in in low-income, low-income housing. I had to work when I was 14. I couldn't play high school sports, so I had to keep working. Uh, Graduated college, took a job. And I realized that a PhD slash master's degree was the road I wanted to go. So I decided to go to the University of Minnesota, Carlson School of Management, get my MBA and take on six figures of debt because that is, you know, what you do, what you do at that point. Um, you know, in hindsight, it was the best decision I ever made. Even though I took on a lot of debt, we paid that debt off. Subsequently, no longer have any debt in our life other than our mortgage. And uh, you work hard, put your head down and you fucking grind and you grind hard. And if you have a vision for your future and a goal for what you want to accomplish, no one in this world can fucking stop you. No one. And I'll tell you right now, nobody has stopped me. Nobody is going to stop me. No one's going to stop this movement with Fitness Informant. And I am pumped the fuck up that I'm moving into my new place. I have a new office with windows that's going to give me real natural sunlight um, with my beautiful family. And I could not be more excited about my future and the future of my family and the future of Fitness Informant as I move into that new establishment. So I'm pumped up about the new house. Uh, Sorry about the lack of the episode. But again, check out the two guys, one shaker cup with Josh Shaw. Or the Iron Jungle podcast with Drew Pierce. There's a, a lot of great content coming from those from those podcasts. Can you, I fucking do three podcasts. What the fuck is wrong with me? Ugh. Anyway, our Genius Moment of the Week is being brought to you by the Genius Brand. The Genius Brand offers high-quality supplements with scientifically proven, clinically dosed, all-natural ingredients. With a blatant disregard for profit margins, the Genius Brand focuses on creating innovative, industry-leading wellness supplements to help you live an active, healthy, and long-lasting life. Supplements Smarter Today. Check out full reviews of the Genius Brand over at fitnessinformant.com. 
the genius moment of the week this week stems from a conversation that took place in the self-made Barbell Brigade Facebook group. That is, is our Facebook group. If you're not part of it, go ahead and uh, you know join that group. A lot of great content in there. But a guy made a post. And this is not throwing him under the bus at all. But I just want people to be well aware of this. Made a post how his fat burner, he ran out of his fat burner. And his, and his new fat burner, Ghost Burn, was not going to be in for a couple of days. So he wanted to go to a GNC and was asking for suggestions on a fat burner to get in the time being. People listening to this podcast, supplements are not the end-all, be-all. I mean, this is coming from a person, again, and I've said this multiple times, who makes a living within the dietary supplement industry. But if you have to go three days without a supplement and it drives you insane to the point where you're going to walk into a GNC and drop 40 bucks on a 30-unit container just because your other container is not going to be there for three days, you're having issues. Settle down. Relax. You don't need a fat burner for those three days. Guess what that fat burner is going to do for you if you have it? Nothing. It really is going to do absolutely nothing. If over the three days, you can wait three days until your new thing comes on. So the genius moment of the week this week is don't 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 supplements are not religion don't over dramatize the sports nutrition industry people supplements are great and yes there's a placebo effect to some of them and it makes you feel a certain way god forbid if i had to go three days without a pre-workout i'd probably go crazy right i mean that, that's probably what a lot of you people out there are thinking right now but just relax have a cup of coffee chill you don't need to run to the nearest brick and mortar and buy a, a pre-workout or, or a fat burner if you have one on the way now, if you run out and you don't have one on the way and you need a new one, sure, absolutely. Go to the store and buy one. But you don't need to be taken at 24-7. So just, just make sure that you are supplementing correctly. Don't overcomplicate this stuff. Supplements are not the end-all, be-all. A lot of the supplements that you people are taking, they're doing you no good anyway because you don't have your diet in point, your workouts are, are mediocre at best, or, you just don't, or you're not informed enough on the supplements that you're taking. So that's why we have this platform, Fitness Informant, to offer that platform so that way you all know exactly what you're taking, why you should take it, when you should take it, and even if you should take it. So this week we're going to talk about TRT, testosterone use, steroid use from your boy. Listen, I've been accused of using steroids since I was, I don't know, 26, um, and I hadn't been. So, uh, you know, in hindsight, trying to make the WWE, maybe I should have been, but I wasn't. Uh, so we're going to dive into TRT. We're going to dive into what it's done for me in the last year. We're going to dive into how to go about, um, you know, getting more information on it if you think that you're in need. And uh, this is more of an educational, informative podcast for those who maybe suffer from hypogonadism or, you know, severe fatigue, even mental health, like depression, stress, anxiety. Coming back right after this. The BAR Breakfast at the Ready is finally here. The world's first protein bar made with real cereal pieces from some of your favorite cereals and the best cereals of all time. This bar has 20 grams of protein, only 20 grams of carbohydrates with five of them coming from sugar and four grams of fat, 190 delicious calories that you can fit in at any time. Any person can take this bar, man, woman, child, whether you're working out, you're training to build muscle, or you just need a healthy snack throughout the day, the BAR is your solution. Go to redcon1.com and order the BAR breakfast at the ready right now. <laughs> With the amount of hard work that I put in, I need a reputable brand. I absolutely love this stuff. The energy is amazing. The pumps are ridiculous. The flavor is absolutely delicious. I was blown away by the amount of energy, the muscle pump. It keeps me going throughout the day. Take your workouts. 
to the next level. The energy was so crazy for me. Really gives me the boost I'm needing in the morning. You will train harder, you will see better pumps, you will go longer in the gym. The quality of the ingredients makes a difference. Try Rise, you're gonna love it, I guarantee it. Their products are top of the range and I'm very proud to be a part of Team Rice. For the last two decades, we have been the best kept secret of the supplement industry. We've kept our heads down and worked. We pioneered full label transparency and full therapeutic doses because we believe that truly hard work requires truly effective tools. Two decades is a long time to commit to one pursuit, but when you act with purpose and become centered in yourself, eventually you realize that you were born and bred for this. The things you once thought impossible, you now do every day. We don't like the easy way, it just doesn't feel right. We'll take the long, hard road over a shortcut any day. It takes longer, sure, but in the end, you know you earned it. And with the right team behind you, pushing yourself further than you've ever been will be just another afternoon doing what you love most. Pretty crazy that over 10,000 guys have now called Superhuman Pre-Workout the best pre-workout on the planet. But this did not happen overnight. In fact, here's the entire history of Superhuman Pre-Workout from the very first edition of Superhuman Health Juice all the way to our latest edition. And we have been obsessed with perfecting this formula every step of the way. And the reason that Superhuman Pre-Workout is so good is because it is the first formula in world history max dose in the five pillars of a perfect pre-workout. So you are literally guaranteed to see faster muscle building and fat loss results. So tap the link to receive 20% off your first tub using the code NEWGAINS. And I am so confident you're gonna be blown away by Superhuman Pre-Workout. I wanna offer you a 365 day money back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. Girls, welcome inside this episode. Uh, I'm actually excited about doing this because I've gotten a lot of questions on this, and this today is just me talking. But listen, full full transparency, full admission. I've done this a year ago. Um, I'm on steroids. I I use steroids. I use them religiously, and I need them uh, because they saved my fucking life. Now, let me explain to you. Give you a little backstory on why, because I know we have a lot of new listeners, and you probably haven't taken the time to listen to the initial episode on how I said steroids saved my life. And I record this episode last fall. So for the longest time, and I'll try to give you guys the cliff notes, um, you know, for the longest time, I had lived a life of where I was, you know, I had fatigue, lack of energy. I was never really depressed per se, but maybe not always the happiest. And, um, you know, unlike my friends, 
who if if you're male, you understand this. If you're female, you probably probably understand this too. But you know, I was never like a walking hard on like my friends. They were always just, you know, especially in college, man. I mean, women, women, women. And I'll trust me, I love women, I do. Um, but I was never all about just trying to get laid all the time. And, and the, go back to high school, the same thing. And it's not, you know, and it's not that I wasn't interested because I was. Um, but libido was not something that was through the roof like a lot of my friends were. And I never thought too much of it. So a um, couple things in my past. So I did use pro hormones back when I was in college. And, and at that time, those oral pro hormones were toxic as fuck. I mean, they were essentially oral steroids. So you're suppressing your natural testosterone levels to begin with. You're fucking up your liver. Um, and and I, I bought them because I was not informed. I was not educated as I was today. And I had purchased them from a complete nutrition. And um, I think a lot of people listening to this podcast are probably be shaking their head and thinking, God damn, they remember those pro hormones from those places. They weren't good. Um, so there's there's one of the first aspects of my life where outside of you know a really poor diet as a child, I was 14 years old, 220 pounds, just really bad diet. Really bad diets can lead to a decrease in natural testosterone levels too. But then you know taking a testosterone suppressant like a pro hormone and not necessarily having a post cycle therapy the way it's supposed to go. Sure, they sold me a PCT. You know, I paid a buck fifty for the entire stack, which included like three different bottles of shit that you would stack and and you'd stay. Um, you know, you would. You would basically, um, you know, have them at different times throughout the cycle. But I mean, if they're selling you at that time, if they're selling you basically an oral steroid, do you really think that the PCT is worth the shit? Probably not. So, um, you know, between the combination of a really shitty diet, ten years old, because I was, I wanted to be a professional wrestler. That was what I wanted to do. I started pro wrestling when I was sixteen. I just didn't want to inject and use a needle. You know, so I, I thought of what is, is a legal way that I can get bigger and put on muscle. And it's like, okay. Well, here's this poor hormone thing that seems to be blowing the fuck up. Let's use that. Let's let's take that. And I did it several times. It wasn't just a one cycle thing. I, I took several of them. And I remember even after they took those poor hormones off the market, I had texted the guy that worked at Complete Nutrition. I said, "Listen, they don't. They're not there anymore. Do you have anything else?" And you know, he he had some at his house that he that he bought because he knew it was to be taken off. So I would, I would buy those. You know, I mean, this is what what people who don't know what the fuck they're doing do. And I fully admit, at one point in my life, I did not know what the fuck I was doing at all. And suppression of testosterone levels, really what that does is they don't necessarily bounce back. It's not like you can take an exogenous anabolic, suppress your testosterone levels, and it just bounces back. It's That's not how it works. You have to kickstart that testosterone. You have to kickstart your testicles and your nuts to say, listen, idiot, like your test levels are not naturally that high. They were that high because you're using an exogenous source and by exogenous, I mean an outside source, right, uh, to obtain testosterone levels that are higher than, than what they normally would be. So your body just assumes like, hey, you know, I have high test levels. I can stop producing testosterone because I don't need to. Well, when your body stops having those high testosterone levels, it doesn't just automatically turn back on like a light switch. You just you have that. And it could cause permanent damage. And for a lot of people, it does. So if you think about people out there who have abused steroids or used steroids that haven't used maybe a post-cycle therapy, or a PCT, something like, I'm not saying this is what to do, but like if you're not using like an AI, an, uh, aromatose inhibitor, which is going to essentially control your estrogen levels, uh, and you're not using something that's going to kickstart basically your testosterone again, whether it's a, maybe an HCG or a Clomid or something along those lines, you could be fucked. You could, you could easily be fucked. Um, and for me, you know, I just didn't. So things that I felt, things since that time, like in my life, you know, obviously extremely low libido. Like, yes, we, I, would still, um, I was still able to have sex. Uh, I was still attracted to women, um, but not to the levels in which I 
thought I should have. And what I mean by that is it's not like I couldn't have done something, you know, like I couldn't have gone three, four times in one night. I just couldn't have done that. Not, not because I lacked the stamina, but because I lacked the libido. I just wasn't interested. And it's fucking weird. Um, you know, but that's full transparency and full honesty. And then came these things called SARMs, right? As I got older and, um, you know, my mindset still is not super informative. Now, at this point, I started learning more and more about SARMs, but I still was not interested in uh, injections. I was still not interested in any injections. I was interested in oral anything to get me bigger because I had this obsession with getting big. Um, I wanted to be muscular. I wanted to be giant. I wanted to be like my heroes. I wanted to be like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You know, I wanted to be like the pro wrestlers on TV who I wanted to be. And I knew in order to get to WWE, I had to get big. At least that's what I thought. So then I dove into SARMs. And the same thing, SARMs are, are basically, you know, the 2018 version, and I'm saying 2018 or 2000, whatever it was, 2016 version of Pro Hormones back in 2008, you know, whatever it was that I took those. So um, again, suppressing your natural testosterone levels. So not only did my testosterone probably never rebound from Pro Hormones back in college, but then on top of that, I, you know, started working with like LGD4033, RAD140, these different um, SARMs, which are oral, and at the time, they weren't legal yet. Now, they were research purposes, for sure, um, but the SARMs Act just recently came out now. So I thought this might be a way, and I put on size with them. I did. I did put on some size with them, uh, but I think then that, too, definitely wrecked my natural testosterone level. So there's three things kind of going on here, and I don't want to ramble on about it, but first off, I think I naturally had low T just in general, just from a poor diet as a kid. Took exogenous poor hormones back in college in my teenage years, which was one contributing factor to keeping those testosterone levels low. And then SARMs on top of that, which was another kick to the ass of that, uh, which kept them even lower. Now, when I knew I really thought I had a problem was when my wife and I were trying to conceive our first child. And um, it just, now there's a combination here, right? When when you're guys and girls out there listening, if you've ever had to try to, try to have a child before and your significant other has been on birth control for a long time. Coming off birth control, they, they say that it can take time to conceive a child. It, it just takes time for the female hormones uh, to get back to where they need to be, to be producing a monthly cycle and you know to produce eggs, and that way you could obviously have a, have a child. Well, we tried, and we tried, and we tried, and we tried, and it just was not happening. And this was months and months after the birth control, and now we were starting to think, like, what's going on? So... You know, I didn't want my wife to think something was wrong with her if it wasn't. Um, so I thought, I started thinking like, well, maybe it's me. Maybe it is you, Ryan. Maybe it is me. Um, maybe I'm the reason why we're not conceiving a child. And I went in and I got my testosterone levels checked. And this was the summer of 2017, I believe is what it was, if I remember right. And my levels came back, I think at like 92 now, those of you listening who know normal levels know that is super low. That is dangerously low. Um, so low. And at that point, I've told this before, at that point, when they were that dangerously low, I ignored it. I didn't do anything. Why? Because I'm a, I'm a 30, uh, 30, 29-year-old guy. I was embarrassed. I, I did not. I wasn't happy about it. I didn't want to go... I mean, I've been anti-drugs my whole life. I didn't want to do anything with them, right? And, um, you know, I was embarrassed. I didn't say anything. So what I did is I just, I got Clomid um, from from people that I knew, which Clomid essentially can help produce sperm to make sure that you can conceive a child or kind of kickstart your nuts into producing um, higher levels of testosterone. 
because I know we were trying to have a child and I wanted to do everything I could to have a child. So uh, Clomid was my, my source of, of truth at that point. And the thing is, it worked. It worked. We got pregnant in September of that year, September of 2017. And, um, you know, I thought at that point my troubles were gone and they were behind me and things were great. And, um, you know, unfortunately, six to eight weeks later, um, as 20% of the population experiences, we lost the child. Um, it was our first. And, um, you know, to this day, I don't know if it was going to be a boy or a girl. And, um, you know, I consistently sometimes think about that. I think everybody does. And um, that hurt. It hurt a lot. It hurt for a couple of reasons. One, obviously, seeing how distraught my wife was after how long we tried. You know, we tried for so long to, to have a child and we finally got it. It was taken away. You know, it was taken away from us. So there's one. The second factor is I knew how hard it was for us to conceive and I knew it was probably because of me. You know, I knew that my testosterone levels were low. And when you have low testosterone levels, your body just does not produce enough of it. And your, um, you know, you, you don't produce enough sperm, like everything, LH, sex, gluten, hormone, like all that stuff was low. And when, like I said, when that's low, it's very difficult to conceive a child. So then after mourning what happened and grieving what happened, and I knew we were going to try again, you know, I knew that we would be trying again for a child and I was stressing out. I mean, imagine, if you can for a second, imagine being me, knowing what you know, now you're going to have to try again, um, and you're stressing out because you still don't want to go on something. You don't want to admit that you have the testosterone level of basically a 14-year-old girl. I mean, that's that's weird, right? Like, I mean, those of you listening right now are probably like, maybe giggled a little bit on that, and uh, but it's not funny, man. I um, It is not funny. So... <laughs> I mean, at that point, right, you don't give up. You get back to it and you try to have a child again and, and again. And, um, you know, this time without the use of Clomid, just using just a, a, a test, test, an over-the-counter testosterone booster, um, we were able to conceive a child in January of um, 2018. So last January. And this one, fortunately, went through. Uh, the pregnancy itself was, was not easy. Um, we suffered... Um, a plenty in this pregnancy, um, everything from, you know, placenta previa to breach to, I mean, you name it, it seemed like it happened to us. Um, so there was a lot of stresses throughout this pregnancy um, and a lot of things that took its toll both on me and my wife. And um, for those of you who know, uh, elevated levels of stress can lead to elevated levels of cortisol, which then could um, obviously lower testosterone levels even more. And the summer of 2018, before Aurora was born, and Aurora is our baby girl who was born in August, who's absolutely wonderful and beautiful and, and the greatest thing that's ever happened to me, I knew I had a problem because my wife and I would sit and we'd watch television at night. And I was working an office job, so I was staring at a computer all day. And I realized you can have eye fatigue, you can just be tired in general. But six o'clock at night, I'm falling asleep on the couch. You know, six o'clock at night, I am falling asleep on the couch. I'm fatigued. I'm I'm unhappy. Um, I am irritable. Just not me. You know, I'm just not me. And on top of that, all these elevated levels of stress from my job, my personal life, with with going on with the pregnancy, and just understand that I'm having a kid coming soon and that takes a couple, like even though you're ready, you're not really ready. Um, and I knew at this point that something had to be done. Something had to change. Um, so 
actually, while we, you know, right as we, um, you know, we were supposed to give birth in September, and um, we went four weeks early. So in August, um, Aurora was born, and she was born four weeks early. Thankfully, no NICU. Everything is perfect, and she was just, I mean, she was small, but she was perfect in, in every sense of the word. But while we were in the hospital and while we were in the recovery room, I took the time to essentially get blood work done and go see an endocrinologist and go through my blood work. And my testosterone levels were lower than they were the time before. And if you remember the time before, they were in the 90s. Uh, my levels at this point were, were tanked, basically nothing. Um, and it didn't surprise me. I knew I had low T's. I knew I felt different. I came home from a gym early one day session. I left the gym early. I don't leave the gym early. And I told my wife, I said, something is wrong with me. Something is not right with me because I don't feel like this. This is not me. And um, that is the decision that I said, listen, if I need to be or if I want to be the best husband and the best father that I possibly can be, I need to get right. I need to get right. So at the age of 31 years old, from a doctor recommendation, I got a script for testosterone replacement therapy, TRT, which requires weekly injections. Uh, I am also taking HCG, which allows, basically say, tells my body to, to keep producing sperm because we want to have more children someday. And I'm taking care of myself. And that right there is the backstory um, to my journey to being prescribed and being on TRT. Now, I've been on TRT since last summer, right after the summer. And uh, it's been a full year since then. So we're going to take a quick break, come back, and I want to dive into the updates since then as we close out the show um, with how I feel now and how things are going and what you can do if you think that you may be having an issue with testosterone or other hormones because they really are complicated, but they're super, super important. production as we speak. We've been hyped about this for months and the time is finally here. So let's go check it out. In here. This is it. Galaxy Burst. This flavor has a burst of candy with a hint of tart, leaving your taste buds begging for more. It's fruity and creamy, yet sweet and tangy. After months of testing and formulations, this galactic flavor is sure to take over the galaxy. Now let's give it a try. So good. Hey, what are you doing? Oh, time to go.
that's the story, right? That's what led me to going on TRT protocol to finally accepting like I have a problem. I need to fix it. I need to be better with my life uh, so I can be better for my family. So um, Aurora comes along. I am now ready to be a full-time father while obviously working in corporate America still at this time and then running a side hustle known to all of you listening or watching as Fitness Informant. And uh, I'll be honest, I was a little nervous, a little scared about TRT because TRT is not just a one and done thing. You don't just take one injection and things are just better. It's not how it works. TRT is a lifelong thing. I'm at 32 years of age now and I was 31 when I started. So for a better part of probably 50 years, you know, if I, if I make it to 80, I will be doing weekly injections of testosterone to essentially live a normal, healthy life. Now, what it's done for me it's hard to put into words. It's changed everything. Um, you know, I was operating at levels below optimal, and I was able to a live, be pseudo happy, um, and, and obviously build muscle, which is interesting because most people uh, that don't have T levels like that are not able to build muscle. Now, how was I able to build muscle? Well, I mean, I would still have energy in the morning. I go to the gym early, um, so for me, building muscle still still happened, but. Imagine if I had normal testosterone levels, what I could do. And for years and years and years, people would accuse me of taking steroids, and it never was. Yeah, I took pro hormones. Yeah, I took SARMs, but I never took steroids. And um, so for one is I started seeing change in my body, for sure. So, I mean, that is this is a fitness podcast. Let me just throw it out there. Yes, I started taking exogenous steroids, um, testosterone, siphonate. I've taken it, you know, I had 200 milligrams prescribed per week. 1,000 IUs of HCG. That was my prescription. So the 200 milligrams per week of tests, I actually broke up into 100 milligrams into two injections. So I would inject basically Monday, Thursday to break it up twice instead of getting like this massive influx of testosterone that, you know, early in the week and then just having it fade off as the week goes, I wanted to kind of keep that, the injection protocol similar. So Monday, Thursday, I'd inject 100 milligrams for a total of 200 milligrams per week. And the same thing with HCG. I would do 500 IUs on Tuesday and 500 IUs on Friday, basically the day after. Um... And um, my body started changing for sure. So a couple things. Um, one is I, I did get bigger and I put on some size and I put on lean mass and I was able to burn body fat. So steroids do work, people. <laughs> they absolutely do work. Now, I was not taking enough steroids to put me into a crazy anabolic state. And so I was not abusing steroids. I was not taking them to get big. I was taking them to be fucking normal, to, to live a normal, healthy life. And that is what I need people to understand. TRT is not... Illegal drug use. It is not an excuse to get big. It is an excuse to, it's a reason to live normal, to be a normal father, to be a normal man, to be a normal fucking person. Because people don't understand just how dangerous it is to have low testosterone levels. You're miserable. You're tired. You're fatigued. You're irritable. Like you're a pain they ask to be around and you are a pain they ask to live in your skin. That's the full honesty. I fucking, I hated certain days. I hated certain days. There are days that I woke up as like, I hate today. Not to the point where I ever wanted to harm myself. It never got to that point, ever. Um, but I was miserable with things that I shouldn't have been miserable about, right? Like, I mean, it was such a bad thing to do. And, like, I had a good body, but it's just like, was there something lacking? And, yeah, with my T-levels being low, I was lacking the ability to build muscle mass the way my friends were. And um, I knew my work ethic and I knew my diet was on point. That's why I was able to, to look the way that I did, even with low testosterone, but uh, now that since I've been on, and, and you people probably have seen over the last year, just how different my body looks in the last year alone. And I looked good last year, 
but I'm bigger, I'm firmer, I'm leaner. I'm at 206 and a half, 207 pounds today. Um, you know, less than 10% body fat. And, um, you know, it's 10.4% body fat earlier in, in um, like July. And I've only leaned up since then. So it is, uh, it's a, it, it does work in terms of what it's going to do for your body. Because obviously, if you have low testosterone and you're a person out there, like your metabolism is, is shit, you don't burn fat as quickly, you just have problems doing a lot of different things um, that normal people don't have issues with. So my metabolism is correct. I can process calories more. I can recover faster. That's the biggest thing. I'm not as sore as I used to be because the anabolics, the steroids, the testosterone that I take for my TRT is helping me recover better and giving me more energy. And I'm not as fatigued so I can get more shit done in the gym. So first and foremost, that is one of the biggest changes in my life. Physically, I look better. And, um, you know, on a side note from that, um, I can see why people get addicted to steroids. I can. And Drew and I talked about this on an episode of the Iron Jungle podcast once upon a time. Is like steroids can be addicting because when you take them, you become somebody different. I mean, you become a god. Like you become larger than life. You start putting on muscle mass and burning fat and just feel better and bigger. It's hard to walk away from that. I mean, it, I suppose it's the same with any kind of drug, right? If you're addicted to methamphetamines, cocaine, it gives you a certain level of feel good. It releases those dopamine levels that you that you like. That you understand that because I like the way that I look and I love the way that I feel because I feel normal and I look great. So if my doctor is now wanting to take this away from me, it would be very difficult for me to, to accept that on two folds. Because one, I actually need it, right? I actually have a medical doctor that has written me a prescription to have this. It's not a legal substance. So I need it, but I also like it. I like the way I look. I like what it's done for my physique. I really do. And that's just me being fully transparent and fully honest. I'm not going to sit here and bullshit you and lie to you. I like the way I look. I love the way that I look. And steroids obviously did help that. That is a 100% admission that um, it, had I not gone on TRT and I operated at testosterone levels in the, uh, the double digits, not even in the 100, I would probably look the exact same as I did a year ago. Maybe a little bit bigger because I do like the bust ass and work hard, but would not be the way I am now. Um, a couple side effects to that is obviously the acne, like that is a real thing. Um, you can sometimes, if you're watching on YouTube, like I do have like some little spots, like on my inner biceps from it, um, sucks, but it's all part of the process. If I want to feel good, it's okay. I'll take that. Um, uh, but it's not crazy. Like, you know, they say like your, your balls and your, and your, and your, your penis shrinks. That's, that's not true. I mean, maybe if you abuse it and you abuse a lot, maybe that it is. But in my case in which I'm following protocol, uh, that is just not true at all. Um, even more important than my physical changes to my physique is my mental changes and how I feel. And this is the biggest thing for me because I knew I had a problem when I just wasn't happy. You know, you can't be a, a you can't be a good father and a good husband if you're not going to be happy. Like that is the the ultimate thing. Like you need to be happy to be able to make others happy. You know what I mean? Like you cannot be miserable and then still make other people happy because you're you're your irritability, your miserableness rubs off on others and people can see that and it affects them. And that's really what's changed is me being a better, happier person has impacted everybody around me. I was able, you know, I'm able for the first, for this full year, uh, my daughter just turned one. I was able to enjoy it, you know, and it went way too fast. And those of you out there with kids, you know this, but I wasn't falling asleep at six o'clock. You know, I'd still get tired. I'd still go to bed at like nine o'clock, but I wake up at five in the morning, sometimes at four in the morning. But I was able to enjoy the things in life that you're supposed to enjoy. I was able to enjoy watching my daughter 
crawl for the first time and talk for the first time. And now she's almost walking. And these are things that I get a joy out of in life because I feel good about myself. Yes, I have other stressors in my life. And yes, I have other issues in my life in which cause me, um, you know, cause me pain and, and cause me hurt. But it's not based on low testosterone levels which is something that I can control finally. And I can take care of myself through my prescription at my doctor. Um, you know, recovery, I mentioned that in terms of physicality, but like the mental health aspect is really where, you know, I'm not, like I said, I'm not fatigued. I feel good. The mental health thing is the biggest thing because mental health is a huge issue in, in, in this country and in any country where you feel bad about yourself and you're just not happy and you're depressed and you, nothing really can ever live up to your expectations, that is a dangerous place to be in people. It really is. And like I said, I never contemplated hurting myself ever, but I can see why people do. And I can see how people with low testosterone get into a very dark place where they treat people poorly. They're not happy with anything or anyone. And then they start having these dark thoughts. And those dark thoughts sometimes in some people can turn into a reality, and that's a reality that nobody wants to live. Guarantee that. Nobody wants to go through that. So I was able to literally change my life. And I said, there's not a dietary supplement on the planet that changes people's lives. But when your endocrine system is suffering and you're low testosterone, which is a very important hormone, especially to the male population, that's something that needs to be addressed and taken care of. Because you can't ignore it. And I get people that reach out to me all the time you know, and say, like, are you happy you went on it? You goddamn right I am. It's the best decision I made medically in my entire fucking life. Not only am I bigger, I feel better, I'm happier, I'm not depressed, I'm able to enjoy shit, I can stay up a little bit more, I'm not as fatigued. Is it the pain they ask to, in to inject four times a week? And I say four times a week because two times I do tests, two times I do HCG. Yeah, it is a literal pain in the ass. That's where I inject, right in my buttocks, right in my glute. And I don't like needles. I'm a person that hates needles, and I have, I have two tattoos. But it's been fine, you know? It becomes part of your life. Just like if you have diabetes or uh, a family member with diabetes, you just get used to it. Whether you are injecting IM, which is intramuscular, or sub-Q, which is basically like the belly fat area, I mean, you get used to it. Now, I will say on a side note, sub-Q injection for HCG for me for the first time scared the shit out of me. Like, it was easier for me to poke a needle in my ass in terms of, like, my buttocks than it was to poke it into my belly fat, um, because it just, you can see it more. Uh, but it's not bad. You know, it's not bad. Yes, you have the expense of buying needles and syringes and you have to dispose of them properly. So I take them out to a local recycling center, which actually takes needles. And, um, you know, traveling is another thing. I will tell you, if you have a legalized script for a test, um, traveling is easy. You just, you take it with you, you bring a doctor's note with you and they don't even say a word. I mean, I've gotten pulled so many times for dietary supplements, I've never gotten pulled for my test. And uh, if I did, I'm, I'm prepped. I had my doctor send me a note, and um, you know, we're, we're honestly set to go. So steps for you. If you're listening to this podcast and you can relate to the things that I've talked about, especially in the part, part one where I'm talking about the symptoms that led me to go, get, go, to go get help. If you suffer those same symptoms, the first place you have to start is getting a full comprehensive blood panel done. And not, I'm not saying just don't go to a Quest Diagnostics or you know, a physical center and just get your test measured. No, no, no. You have so many hormones that you need to get tested for. There's LH, there's SBG or SBGH, uh, sex binding gluten, uh, I can't remember what the G is, hormone. Um, there's prolactin, there's estrogen, there is... IGF, there's cortisol levels, there's so many different things you want to get tested, and your free and total tests are obviously part of that. 
A full comprehensive panel, if you're going to pay out of pocket, can cost you about 400 bucks. Um, what you want to do is if you have healthcare insurance, see if there is two things. One, you can go through your primary care physician and, you know, during your annual physical and say, I also want my blood panel tested for, for a full spectrum of hormones because I'm at the age now where A, I just want to make sure and have peace of mind that I'm doing okay and, and B, like maybe I am feeling a little out of it. Maybe I am thinking that I might have some issues and here's what's going to happen. If that blood work comes back normal, it, it, it just puts your mind at ease. You're okay. But if it comes back and there's something wrong, you can address it and make it right. Now, if you don't want to go through your primary care physician, you can do private practice. That works too. And you can actually look through your insurance provider to figure out who they work with. So my insurance provider, for instance, is Aetna. It works with Quest Diagnostics, which is a blood draw, drug testing, huge, huge company uh, in, in the States. So my $450 panel cost me like 120 bucks, 130 bucks, something stupid easy out of pocket, which then I was able to reimburse myself through, um, through like your health, healthcare savings account, your HSA. So it's not bad. You do that once a year um, and, and then you have peace of mind. Now, if you do do this blood work and it comes back low, your testosterone levels, maybe your LH and things like that come back low, then your options are you can go see an endocrinologist. Um, you can do that, but you can also, since it's 2019, you can telehear different hormone clinics and you can actually find a doctor in a different state that can prescribe TRT to you. So for me, my doctor is not in Minnesota with me. Uh, my first doctor, I, I actually got connected to through Mark Lobeyer. I went through Mark Lobeyer's doctor, uh, Dr. Kurt Mondal at Hormone Health and Wellness Center in, in, in Palm Beach, Florida. See how, see how far apart we are? He was able to take my blood work had a phone consultation because yes, it is a digital world and prescribed me TRT based on that. Um, I did that because I trusted in Dr. Kurt because Dr. Kurt also lives our lifestyle. He understands what we need um, and it worked out very, very good. I recently just changed doctors to Dr. Dom. Um, uh, he is actually one of the doctors behind the brand Revive MD. Um, owns a series of hormone clinics as well. He's very, very intelligent. Just had a telehear consultation with, with a physician over there. And I've worked with his office in terms of just making some slight adjustments to, to my TRT protocol. So my blood work came back and my TRT or my test results, <clears throat> remember they were 90s, right? Uh, my test levels came back at 1600, okay? Now people are like, my God, you're in an anabolic state. You are just growing, growing, growing. Listen, the normal range um, for testosterone is just like give or take 350 to 1200, 350 to 1150. So 1600 does seem like it's above the normal range. But keep in mind, I gave blood the day that I had an injection. Okay, the day that you have an injection, your testosterone levels are going to be more high than what they are. They do stable out. So my stability levels are within normal range. It just so happened that that day my injection occurred on the day of my blood draw. So that's you know coincidentally what happened. But I decided to change up and uh, go to a different doctor just to try try a few things differently. Um, you know, with 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 TRT, obviously you take like an AI, which is an aromatose inhibitor. So for me, it's anastrozole. Uh, was what I take basically that just regulates your estrogen levels because as your testosterone levels rise, your body wants a state of homeostasis. So it's also going to increase estrogen levels. Too high of estrogen levels can be super dangerous if you're a guy. So you don't want that to happen. Um, you also, if you are on TRT, you have to give blood. Now here's the thing about that because um, your hemoglobin gets so high. Blood centers don't want your blood if you're on TRT. They do not want testosterone-laden blood, which they should because it's, it's the best blood in the market. So you don't, you de technically, they don't you know, ask you if you're on TRT, but you don't necessarily need to tell them either um, because you do need to get blood in order to relieve that in the system so that way you, um, you, you can be fine. So for me, for a while, I didn't get blood, and my skin got really red. I finally gave blood, and I felt a million times better. In fact, I actually have to get blood again here soon. 
Um, after my move and after the Olympia, I will be going back in to give blood, and uh, that blood does help a lot of people. So um, those are things that you definitely want to do. So you can go ahead and work with an endocrinologist. You can work with a primary, you know, you can work with a hormone and health clinic. Um, if you need somebody, you can talk to me. I can try to help point you in the right direction. While on TRT, if that is the protocol in which you are put on, there are certain things that you need to do to take care of yourself. Like I mentioned, um, it might be HCG for pregnancy. If you want to have more kids, it's an AI to make sure your estrogen levels don't get super high. And it's to give blood to make sure your hemoglobin levels don't get out of, out of whack. But that's just primary care of taking care of yourself. And, um, you know, if you do have low T and that's the route that you decide to go or you need to go, you will feel a difference. And um, don't be ashamed. That's my biggest thing. Don't be fucking ashamed like I was. Don't be embarrassed about it. Even if you're in your 30s. I mean, I think Mark Lober and my buddy went on TRT at 32. Same age as me, 31, 32. I'm not embarrassed about it. I'm not ashamed about it. People all the time, even even throughout the summers, like, they call me juice. They call me steroid monkey. You know, and, and for me, it's just like, all right, whatever. It doesn't bother me. You're right. I am on steroids, but I'm happy and I'm living a better life than I had two years ago. And you can call me whatever you want. The fact of the matter is I am healthy. I am happy. And that is the most important thing in my life. So if you are, if you feel like you are struggling, you feel like you have issues, reach out to me, man. Or, or, you know, and, and women too, like this is not just for men. Women, if you have issues with, could be testosterone too or estrogen, um, it happens a lot. Progesterone, those are different things that can really mess with your system. Like everybody, when you're above the age of 30, should get an annualized blood panel of your hormones. So you should do a comprehensive male or female wellness panel of everything. That's cholesterol, that's lipids, that's, um, that's your liver enzymes, that, that is everything and all your hormones. Make sure you have a clear picture of what you're doing because you get one of these skeletons, one body, one chance at this life. Don't fuck it up. Don't take it for granted. Take care of yourself. And what's the worst that's gonna happen? You're gonna get the blood panel, it's gonna come back and you're clean and you're good. That's not bad, people. That's awesome. That's reassurance that you are doing things the right way. Your body is working. And that's a wonderful feeling that you must have because I didn't have that feeling. I didn't get that news. But now, now I get clean bills of health because I got help. I sought help. I swallowed my pride. I went to a doctor. I got rid of, um, I got rid of all this bullshit in my life. And uh, I'm so much happier for it. So if you have any questions, obviously reach out to me, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, whatever it might be. Subscribe to the podcast. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube, and as well as other podcast platforms as well. Um, again, reminder, no podcast next week because of the move. Uh, if you like this episode, if you like this podcast, if you like me, Fitness Informant, leave us a review on those platforms. Help us out the algorithm so more people can discover the Be Informed Live Fit podcast. Until next time, I am FICEO Ryan Buckley. Thank you guys for tuning in for this informative episode. I hope you're able to take something from it. And again, if you need help or need somebody to talk to, your boy, your boy is always available.